Welcome to Do It For The Gram, an Enneagram podcast with your host, certified Enneagram coach, Milton Stewart, where we do it for the Enneagram, not Instagram. We make moves to improve ourselves and our communities. So on this episode, we're continuing the series with Enneagram in Color. And on this episode, we're talking with Zara Muhammad Ali. Zara is an Enneagram 2, and she has been on the podcast before with the In Your Skin series. You can check that out as well if you go back through um, the podcast. Also, in this episode, she's going to talk about microaggressions, triggers that come with being a person of color and dealing with them on an everyday basis, dealing with the brain, how it grows, mental stability, and dealing with racial battle fatigue that happens pretty much daily for people of color that a lot of people may not know about. And even people of color don't know about. It's something I learned recently, to be honest, but something that constantly is wearing on you mentally, though you may not even realize it. Besides that, I weigh in a little bit on where I think the Enneagram is going for people of color and marginalized communities. And um, it's just some really good things that Zara speaks on coming from the Enneagram 2 point and being biracial and decolonization work as well. So listen up. It's a really good episode. Intro music. Kick it. question I definitely want to bring up. Being a person of color, where do you see the Enneagram going in the future for people of color? I think that's a great question, especially because mainly out of it being a westernized concept, it's very white centric right now. And it's moving. I think it's very cool because as we talked about before we started this interview is there are like groups now like the Enneagram in color and all these places that are popping up and these workshops. As a person of color, I think the Enneagram has been really helpful in doing my own anti-racism work, doing my own like decolonization work. So I'm actually mixed race because I'm English and Pakistani. I have two sides of colonization in me. And doing Enneagram work, I've really been able to start to understand why I do some of the things I do in the context of racial structure, if that makes sense. So what I mean by that is that talking about we're talking about the brain again. So you have your brain stem, you have your limbic system and your prefrontal cortex. Your right. brain stem is your in, animalistic instincts or your in, your natural instincts, right? That grows during birth too. You have your limbic system, which is your emotions and your emotional regulation, all that stuff um, that develops until you're seven. And then you have your prefrontal cortex that develops into your 20s. And I think a lot of us people of color, we get triggered by everyday experiences that we have, like microaggressions and like outward states of, you know, actual racism and stuff. So it's easy for us to drop in from the prefrontal cortex to that limbic system. So from the rational thought mind to emotional reaction, because they're triggers, right? Yes. To not respond in an emotional way makes you maybe a psycho. I don't know. (laughs) 
you know, it's like every day if you keep getting like, you know, ridiculous questions or the one I hate that triggers me the most is where are you from? And I say where I'm from and they go, no, but where are you really from? Oh my goodness. That's a personal trigger for me. So like with the Enneagram and stuff, I'm able to see how either I get become, move into that limbic system and react, or I go into my ego, my two, and I become so nice and so helpful. And let me just give you all of these things and guide this conversation towards you, right? So it's like I'm doing an appeasing thing that's not doing decolonization work. It's not doing anti-racism work. It's upholding systems. Mm. Yeah. So it's like in learning the Enneagram, especially through yoga, which is like what I talk about. I like yoga because yoga helps you move, be aware of where you are in the, the triad of the brain and where you want to go with it to move you from your limbic system to your prefrontal cortex to make decisions. So, yeah. So I think definitely it helps you see how you're either challenging or upholding racial structures of injustice. And where I think I see it going is I would love to see more. I think with people of color specifically, it can help us understand our role in doing anti-racism work and like undoing a lot of the structures that don't serve or benefit majority of people. Right. Um, yeah. Does your workplace stink because the culture sucks? Are you tired of tolerating people and wish you could all work together cohesively? Does the mere idea of going into work give you anxiety? If you said yes to any one of these, you should probably quit your job. But since you're not going to quit your job, you should contact Kaizen Careers. At Kaizen Careers, we are all about improving workplace performance. We use a unique tool called the Enneagram. The Enneagram helps individuals and organizations become more self-aware. That self-awareness lends into helping organizations with communication, conflict management, and leadership development, ultimately turning self-awareness into self-mastery and creating healthy workplace cultures so you can improve your services and bottom lines. Contact Kaizen Careers at K-A-I-Z-E-N-C-A-R-E-E-R-S.com or Milton at KaizenCareers.com or give us a call at 901 334 1644. I'm curious where you think it's going as a person of color, like with people of color in the Enneagram. I definitely think it's spreading, which is great. I think it's going to take work of, like you were just saying, Enneagram, certified Enneagram coaches like me, you, Chi Chi, and others of color to make sure that we're reaching communities that can really benefit from it, minority communities who can really benefit from the Enneagram and making sure that we are, in a sense, in the trenches a lot of times doing work with them as well. Because like you said, like not only are there cultural overlays, stress overlays, you know, and racial overlays a lot of times, especially with people of color, like you said, those quick triggers, wow, like those are so real. And if you're not a minority or a person of color, you may not understand that. And so that impacts you daily, like your mental stability, your your stress level, uh, your energy, everything is all impacted through, like you just said, the brain. And so when you have that constantly happening and you've never had like, maybe you didn't have the Enneagram, maybe you don't have a counselor, maybe you don't know about therapy, you know? So you're trying to navigate life with all of this like, offensive baggage, this pain, this weight from life, and you don't have a tool in order to do it. 
you know? So I think it's super important, like for us as Enneagram people of color, that we make sure that we're spreading it to uh, our communities of color, that we're like getting the word out, like, have you tried this? Try the Enneagram. Like, you know, what's this, you know? And just giving it to them a little bit sometimes, because, you know, some people are like, what's that? Is that a Ouija board? Like, no, no, it's it's um, <laughs> it's an Enneagram. It's, it's, it's a really cool tool for growth, you know? And so trying to get people interested in that way. And then as they become fascinated with how it clings to their life, really being able to help move them through it so they can grow. I think something's very fascinating. You asked the question. So in one of our devos, like we have at uh, one of the minister's house that we have in our church, uh, we were there and this one guy, he comes all the time and he's a five, right? We figured out he was a five because like a lot of times he was like off to himself. He was there, he would eat, he would chill, but he really went engaged with people. But the beauty of like, this is the beauty of knowing the Enneagram. So I was able to, because, you know, you know, like I get super enthusiastic when I find out a person's number. You know, I try not to go too far. And then I was like, oh, he's a five. Let me see. And so I started to name things like around the five. Like, you don't like surprises, do you? He's like, no, not really. I was like, hmm, okay, okay. What about you like observing people in situations? Like, yeah, I was like, okay, okay. But see, what I did was made a lot of small connections. And now, like, he is like connected with me. So we had another event and he came up to me and this is like, if anyone knows a five, you know, boundaries are huge for them. Like a two, you know, I had to really work on creating them. Fives have super thick boundaries, you know, <laughs> like their boundaries are super thick. And he came over and asked me for my number because he now sees me kind of as a mentor almost in a sense. But it's because that day of knowing the Enneagram and knowing a brother of color that, hmm, I made a connection with him and I saw him instead of like, you know, not being seen where, you know, we were this mask, personality, Latin word for personality is persona, aka mask. When I could see him without his mask and see who he was, he felt seen. And when you can feel seen and understood, you can feel loved, you know? And so I think that's super huge for us to be able to do in the future so our communities can feel seen, understood, heard, and loved. Because that's the only way that we're going to grow as a community of color and also healing communities of color and communities uh, that's been marginalized. I think that's huge. So that's why I think it's going. I think it's going where me, you, and other Enneagram certified coaches of color take it, along with obviously our white counterparts who know the Enneagram well too, but get into those communities. Because I have talked to quite a few people who are doing their best to like get it in communities that are high need you know, I need a lot of resources and they're trying to introduce it to the people they work to as well. So it's huge for all of us, but especially for us of color, because we naturally have a connection. You know, it's like, oh, hmm, you look like me. I'm listening, you know. Yeah. So. But I also think that's beautiful, too, because I, I really like that. I'm glad that I asked that question. I live up in the airy fairy space and you're very like practical solutions. And I love that. It made me think of something. But that identity piece of being able to be understood and seen. Mm -hmm. I think that is so important because it's true. When we are seen and understood, we're loved. That's what our intensive week did, which was so amazing. And like I was telling the audience in different times where in different episodes, we became so close in a week. And it's because 
we were able to be seen and understood like for who we truly are without the mask and all the fake, you know. And so that's the amazing part about it. Like it's it's something amazing because you have actually seen and understand me. I've actually seen and understand you. And so when you can do that for people, like you create so much love and so much care and you can actually like get past the superficial junk that we like do, you know, it's just like, okay, so who really are you? And it's like, what you really need help with and let's move forward. Like it's, it's amazing. Yeah. When also even not just for people of color, but also like white people who want to be like, you know, allies and activists in deconstructing these systems, it helps them see and it helps us see who am I beneath the surface and what kind of mask am I putting on that's keeping me from learning what I need to learn to actually help deconstruct this process. Mm, Yes. Because I feel like a lot of people get triggered in doing anti-racism work, which is understandable. Like we get triggered with racism stuff all the time. So I guess the converse of it. But a lot of those people, if they were aware of their Enneagram type, if they were aware like, oh my gosh, like, I feel like I'm being excluded because I'm a four right now. You know what I mean? So I'm going to react in a way. If you're like, oh, that's why I'm feeling this way, as opposed to like just reacting, you can choose a different path and say, this is my bias. This is where I like, you know, feel and this is where I'm triggered. But okay, this is the work I can do. So Zara, go ahead and let the audience know where they can meet you, where they, I mean, not where they can meet you, where they can find you on social media and your businesses and everything you're doing. Okay. Well, you cannot meet me in person. I'm probably not going to give my address away if you really don't. You can find me on Instagram first and we can talk about it at um, with Zara underscore. So my name is spelled Z-A-H-R-A. If you are interested in getting to know more about my coaching programs, you can check out my website, which is with Zara.com. And If you are very curious to see how my personal journey is going, I have my writing Instagram and website at From Zara. So yeah, options to check me out. Super awesome. Thank you so much, Zara, for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. All right. So just wrapping it up for anyone who are also looking to in the Memphis area to get coaching or consulting work through the Enneagram If you're not going with Zara, you can also go with Milton at KaizenCareers.com. That's KaizenCareers.com where you can find it online. And then also you can go to DoItForTheGramPodcast.com. If you subscribe, there is a free Enneagram tool gift there for you. And besides that, all I can think of is, like Zara said, um, twos, when you are starting to get emotionally reactive and things are going a little bit crazy, before you explode, think about it, check Go be alone and do it for the grams.